New Year, New You Vandana Malik's Weight Loss Battle Episode 5 So, the He Diet was actually one of the most successful diets, at least while it lasted. I managed to knock off 12 kilos, but of course, one falls inevitably into old patterns. I was unable to sustain it for too long. Before you laugh your gleeful laugh though, I must tell you that all was not lost. I did manage to hang on to the lifestyle change, which is no mean achievement for someone like me. Even today, I wake up at 6.30am, hit the gym or the pool by 7.15 and finish my morning workout by 9. Which leaves me with a happy realization that while I may not be able to hang on to the weight loss I achieve with each diet, I am able to make one small but significant lifestyle change every time. The price of celebrity following the herd. So by this time, I'd gotten a little well-known among the television and film fraternity. Enough to hear of this one dietitian that almost every celebrity in Tinseltown seemed to go to. Her USP was an ancient method called acupuncture. Picture sharp hair-like needles pricking into one's body. And I was quite simply horrified for I'd never heard of such a thing before. Out of sheer disbelief, I decided to take an appointment with her. Even a childhood phobia of injections couldn't keep me away. I simply had to meet this magician who could suck away fat with pointy needles. After a month-long wait and an additional four hours outside her clinic, I entered her hallowed chambers, only to realize that 10 other people had been given the same time slot. Yep, that's what happens when you're waiting in line to meet a much too famous dietitian who dotes on the services of the even more famous, of needles and empty bellies. All would have been forgiven had the magic worked. After filling almost 10 questionnaires and waiting those excruciating 4 hours, I finally met the esteemed dietitian. She spent precisely 10 minutes with me and then handed me over to her assistants who explained the diet to me. This is what they said. Monday to Friday should be only liquids. This could be anything from Jaljeera Pani, Pudina Pani, vegetable juice and nimbu pani, no salt, sugar or honey, to 10 glasses of water. There would also be an hour of acupuncture each day. Normal food, I was suddenly revising my notions of what this comprised, was allowed on Saturdays and Sundays, but quantity was to be limited, as well as the intake of oil. Once the announcement was over, they handed me over to a maid who then took me to a room for the acupuncture treatment. I took one look at the filthy bed in the middle of the filthy room and ran out of the place faster than you can say Milka Singh. A hop and escape to the next dietitian. After having spent close to five hours for a consultation which should have been no more than one, I had realized just how precious my time was. It didn't take long to comprehend that the wait would be a daily one since there were just too few beds in relation to the number of clients and the bed to patient ratio just did not add up. Remarkably unimpressed with what I had just been through, I decided that the celebrity diet was best retired. Luckily, I wasn't without a dietitian for long. I have a large number of friends who love me and one of them recommended me to another lady who was conducting the same practice, but with a much more practical approach. I went to her for a while before I finally decided I'd had my fill of acupuncture. So, what was my takeaway from this experience, you may ask? It's certainly better to not be famous if the price of celebrity was this daily torture to attain a size zero figure. This, mind you, comes from someone whose obsession with becoming thin borders on insanity. I'll let you know how my needle diet went in detail next week. Till then, cheat a little, 
aka eat a packet of Maltesers, but also work out daily, sleep well and simply have fun with the family, like I am on a holiday in bright sunny London.